We're live. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, back to the DJ Life Podcast. Another Tuesday night here on the YouTube interwebs. Uh, tonight, well, we, we got Hello. Eric. Hello, dude er- in Eric. glasses. Eric, the dude in glasses I'm over the here. guy in the glasses. Not, uh, apparently, he's not important. Um, Rick Webb, as always. And tonight, we have DJ Mojo. Yes, sir. The other dude with glasses. Beep, 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 beep. Other dude with glasses. The you don't always dude. wear glasses, do you? <laughs> no, dude. Um, see my eye doctor tomorrow, so I'm kind of wearing my gotcha. glasses today. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, DJ Mojo is out there in L.A., right? You're in Cali, L.A. region. Yeah, I'll say Cali area in uh, West Coast. In, West Coast. Uh, near Beverly the LA Hills. Area. And he's straight up Beverly Hills. <laughs> he's he's high. He's high on the. I'm not even joking. Clientele. I thought you were. Oh, whatever. Oh, I, I wish I could say that. No, you're, he not. is. You're he's still Beverly a solo Hills. up, right? You still still a solo up, right? Yes, I, I am still a solo up here. Dope, dope, dope. You can't replicate yeah. the mojo. No, you can't. I remember no. when I first saw Mojo on the interwebs. It was the video you did DJing in the mall. That was like one of the first videos I stumbled upon of yours. It was, I mean, this is like five, seven years ago at this point, but. Oh, dude, I, I think I know what you're talking about. It was at the Anaheim. <laughs> yeah, you, you were just DJing the mall, like right, right at the bottom of an escalator and there's an escalator below you or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was like yep. one of the first videos I found of them. <laughs> and then your video on replacing the caps on the board, like color, color the chrome keys. Yep. Yeah, chroma keys. Those yeah. are the two videos that maybe stumble upon. I was like, this dude's actually. He's I got actually like good didn't quality. even. I didn't realize that you were a YouTuber. Um, I guess that makes sense of you being in the little mix of YouTubers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with everyone. <laughs> that makes so yeah. much more sense. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, th- those are my humble beginnings, dude. Like back in 2015, that's when I actually started like recording content. Mm-hmm. And dude, my first vlog was so cringy yeah yeah <laughs> you know but yeah but we hey, all, we all, hey we all to be fair people are pumping out vlogs for years now and theirs are still cringy so there's a pl- yeah, positive true. for you <laughs> but that sure. like that's why me him and uh bar all got to get we all started right around that 2015 range like that's when i started uploading my gig logs and everything it's like really yeah 2015 it's what yeah. i first i had the youtube channel before that and i posted some like speaker reviews mm-hmm. and that but like 2015 right I think in like May is when I started like posting May when wedding season kicked. I started posting right. these like recap videos. I didn't call it a gig log at the time. Just how long have you guys been like event uh, DJs? Not just DJs, but like event ten years DJs. This year is ten years. year ten. Oh, congrats to you, man! Um, I would say about yeah, yeah ten years. Two thousand twelve. I think that's like like legit. Like actually getting paid. Where strangers, people who are what I don't right. normally know, uh-huh. hire me, because yeah, because because before then it was mostly just like friends and family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twenty twenty twelve is when I first started doing weddings. Uh, in like yeah. two thousand uh, yeah. ten and eleven, I did like backyard parties, some high school friends, sixteen birthday parties. Stuff. Yeah, but I like twenty twelve was the first year I actually kicked off. I think I did five weddings. The yeah. next year I did gotcha. like 12 and then I jumped into the 20s yeah, yeah. and that kind of wrote out. But that's yeah. cool. That's awesome. man. Cool. We, have, we have a similar storyline. I think DJ bar too. Maybe. Yeah, he does. Like 
Yeah. Except he's got the club. He's got the club background that was before when he started YouTube. That's why I mm-hmm. even asked because I figured maybe mm-hmm. you guys started out in bars or something and moved on to event. I don't know. No, I was strict. I I started. I don't know. I started in uh, events like birthday parties mm-hmm. and everything. And when I got to college, I dabbled in club and bar, mm-hmm. which made me a lot mm-hmm. better as a DJ. And then it definitely is a different ball. It's a a different monster it is. DJ and for a bar, a club, like whatever you want to call it. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. What about you? Did you oh, yeah. do clubs and bars beforehand? Not originally. I think I did that while I was doing events, mm-hmm. but I would say my events were my bread and butter. Yeah. Really. Gotcha. Um, yeah. But I mean, I kind of missed it though. I mean, it really, it was really fun. Yeah. Bar gigs <laughs> and club gigs or busy bars, whatever are, mm-hmm. Uh, the mixing is different. The energy is different. Uh, I mean, it's different. It's just, it's more fun. It it just is more fun. Uh, more fun. I've definitely think- had fun weddings. Don't get me wrong. Weddings are fun sometimes, mm-hmm. but uh, you show up, you have a laptop. Sometimes yeah. you have to bring a controller. You just plug mm-hmm. in, you jam for four hours or three hours, and you're fucking gone. It's just mm-hmm. a different thing. You know, mm-hmm. right? Now you just really focus on the music, less right. stress, right? Right? Could just dirty focus on music. edits. If you play clean edits, they're like, "What the fuck is that?" You know, uh, that's right, always right. nice. The the clean version of "Get Low" just reminds me I'm in a wedding. You're like it's just so cringy. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Mojo, for the audience' sake, cause I, sure. th- I think we covered a lot of what you do. What What do we miss? Like, what would you describe? What what do you do day in, day out in terms of your business? What's like you you do high end business, uh, solo op? What what is yeah. it? That, what um, is that makes your business tick right now? Yeah, you know you know what this whole journey. I mean, being DJ for about like ten years, twelve years, it's I'm I'm a solo op, and it's really about just mastering the craft. I mean, there's so much more whether it's just diving deep into the music learning how to become a better communicator because now I also added the service of me being an MC. And and that was a challenge that I had to add on before I was strictly just DJing, but then um, based on my friends uh, like influence and, and their commentary and their feedback, like, Hey Joe, you would really crush it if you learn how to MC. So I've been focusing on that skill. So anything revolving around just really performance, Stage presence, communication, the way you talk, you know, gear to enhance the experience for the crowd. Like there's levels to this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I, I wish I could just travel the world right now and just like relax and all that. But this is what gets me excited is because the more I learn and the more I apply it, then the more I do good or do better. And, yeah. and then hence there more money, great reviews. And it's just a whole cycle. Like I've noticed that the work I put in, equates to the to the to, to things that come <laughs> the work that i put out i received like just as much coming in mm-hmm. yeah so um so day to day man like it's it varies really like yeah we're like, solo op it's easier to run a business when you're on your own so that way i could really focus on just becoming a better person mm-hmm. that can apply to performing mm-hmm. so i mean that's vague but i mean i could go deep on it but like that's what my that's what gets me excited. Just becoming a better person every day. Really. Cool. So, 
I remember when we created the topic, you wanted to talk a, a lot about like sales and not being pushy with sales. <laughs> and I really didn't know where you wanted to go with that topic, to be honest. For sure, I know, right? <laughs> I will admit, I know nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Not being pushy. Uh, right. That's something I cannot relate to. <laughs> so so what is your sales funnel? Yeah. Like where are you get where are you getting your leads from nowadays? We Dude. talk a lot about the back end here, like where you get your leads, what are you funneling yeah. your leads through and how what's your strategy? Yeah. This is a great topic, man. Like I know, like when I brought it up to you, I was like, I know that's a very broad topic. Uh-huh. Different that, ways how we can go to, about it. I mean, I can shoot, to shoot I kind of like, with broad. I made some bullet points. Okay. On like okay. what I can oh, talk really? about. Cool. Wow. Well, that's yeah, I'll, fucking I'll, great. This is what we want. <laughs> this is what we, 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 we've been waiting for a guest that actually put like, Yeah. All our other ones fucking sucked. No, I'm no, just no, no, we're just kidding. Shout out. <laughs> shout out to all our great guests. Oh, bro. But, but I guess to give you some context, right. And you know, I'm going to save that near towards maybe like the later half. We'll, we'll see. I want to make sure that the audience understand like, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. Um, so through my journey as a DJ, like in where I get my leads now for the most part is through online. Online recommendations, uh, venue referrals, wedding planner referrals, like all of that. So two things that like for the lead generation, I don't do any advertising anymore with Wedding Wire The Knot. I used to mm-hmm. start it up just because I had to put my name out there and build the reviews and just really grind it out. But then eventually you'll come to a point where you can really focus more on like the referrals that actually do value you. And the word of mouth is so strong. So now it's um, some, there's some venues that recommend me wedding planners, some photographers. So I, and like, it got me thinking, why do they recommend me? I mean, obviously they don't know my, how I work. I mean, like my sales process, my funnel, they don't know much about my online presence. They just see me perform. Mm -hmm. And so, so that, that what, that's what clicked to me. And I've noticed that the best clients that I get are because they actually, uh, because of referrals, because they actually value what I do. Mm -hmm. And instead of like online, like if you see it on an ad, you have to like sell yourself so much that I don't think it's worth it. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas like, the, refer- the word of mouth and the kind of content that I put out online, especially on YouTube, which I'll get about too, and I'm so grateful for YouTube, is like people, it's just so much easier when they already understand the value through um, the word of mouth and just the content that you put online. Mm-hmm. So I don't, so I guess really marketing and in your online presence, but also the way you market like the day of, like the actual wedding day. Yeah. Because you are who you like, you know, what you put out. Yeah. You're, so, you are the product. You are the product. Yeah. Um, so, so that's what I really believe. And that's why like in this game for a while, like that's what it really gets me going because I've noticed that the more I put in, then all those things come in. So, um, but yeah, so anyways, with that leads coming in, right. Um, and, like I, I want to share some nuggets for you guys. Like, get on YouTube, guys, because Google owns YouTube, right? Yep. Yes. And from what I know of, and I've gotten some inquiries because I, I'm not sure if you've, this happens to you, Rick, and I don't know anyone else out there, but because um, I tailored my my videos, tailored mostly for the clients and some for the DJs, 
Mm-hmm. But the clients really appreciate how detailed like the videos are. And it really kind of paints the picture of what it's like to have a wedding at that particular place. Mm-hmm. And then also um, just being able to, I, I guess, just really share a different perspective than all the wedding videos that you see from the professional videographers, because they're creating a story for the client, but no one's looking out for like, what's it actually like at a wedding day? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, not, not polished, but just, Hey, raw behind the scenes. Yeah. And it makes it more personable and relatable. Like, okay, it shows your thought process. And that's, that's kind of untapped right now. in like the market, like people want to know how you work. Mm-hmm. Then, I mean, we, we all promise like one thing as an outcome, but how can we show that we actually know what we're doing? Yeah. Yeah. So do you got any, just mm. butt in here, but do you have any, uh, do you bring along someone nowadays to film for you? Um, or because <laughs> yeah. like, this is something I've been going through personally is trying to figure out yeah. how to balance performance and being able to capture everything. Mm-hmm. It helps a lot tremendously when you have an assistant. And there was a time when I had a DJ assistant and a dedicated videographer, but now um, my, my videographer moved. She was so great, but it's so hard to find some talent. <laughs> but so right now for the meantime, it's just my DJ assistant. And, um, that person captures video for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, I have a specific shot list of things like I want to capture. So that way I'm not missing out on anything. Um, and I have a whole process when that happens. Some videos are great. Some are, maybe I won't post up online, but at least I get some content that I could possibly share on whether on Instagram or, or on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You have a shot list. Yeah. yeah. You, you put that up for sale yet? <laughs> I should. <laughs> People would buy that. I would buy that. A shot list. Dude, a you're list a YouTuber. Of, a you don't list. need a shot. You already know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm curious to see what you value and what I might be missing. Um, yeah. Like a shot list of like, we need a video clip of the first dance intros, that sort of thing. Oh, I thought you meant yeah. like a list of people you were going to kill. <laughs> a shot. <laughs> I was like, I got those. <laughs> too much, too much, uh, I got a duty. couple of those lists <laughs> laying around. <laughs> shot list. Yeah. That's funny. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah, no, little, little things like that, man. But, but yeah, no, having an assistant helps. Like it's, I mean, yeah, they're also like act as a roadie and just a second pair of eyes, uh-huh. but I try to keep them busy with just helping out with video, just capturing video. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you said you said you you have one to do right now, or are you? I always yeah, I always bring an assistant, but it, yeah, assi- I was his assistant the other day. Yeah, he was actually. I stepped in. <laughs> but the nice. the problem right now is all of our lighting is still on Show Express. I'm trying to mm. switch over to Sound Switch, but like Dude, the the assistant the assistant always has to do the lighting and the video, so. I depending uh, on which assistant I bring, like in Eric's case, I told well in Eric's case he came to the wedding where they told us not to film. I was, it was um I always asked them prior like can I film for YouTube, and this one in particular mm-hmm. said no, um we couldn't film for YouTube so we didn't have to film anything anyways. We filmed mm-hmm. some Instagram mm-hmm. clips but that's all we could film. Um, yeah. But normally I get assistants. I'll have certain ones that are really good at balancing both, certain right. ones that are just all about the lighting, and I have to sit there and be like, can you? Fucking film something, <laughs> Can you get that? Uh, right. and then I got other ones that all they do is walk around and film. And I, I'm like, dude, you gotta change the lights. Like they can't be doing the same red, blue, red, blue the whole night. 
Sure. So that's yeah, why yeah, yeah. sound switch going to make my performance a lot better by allowing that to just kind of be right there for me to kind of change up on the fly if I need to. And right. it'll do its own thing throughout the time. Um, and yeah. then they can be dedicated to uh, filming and getting content. Yeah. So, oh, totally. Yeah, uh, let me know whenever you're setting that up. I can probably help you out if you need, if you need to. I already got. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, my one DJ, um, Marcellus, that works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been on SoundSwitch since they started. So, oh, he's, you're good. <laughs> he's he's already created all the stuff. I'm literally just taking his export file and adding it into my SoundSwitch right now. Yeah. Um, I went through a little hurdle with sound switch. It wouldn't work on my computer. Windows 11 issues. But yeah. uh, the Aussies figured it out for me. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Hey, that, that works. Um, cool. You, you know what? I'm also kind of curious, too, like, like going back on, on the topic of sales, like I wonder what kind of challenges other DJs are facing like when it comes to it. I mean, have you encountered some some challenges like handling your sales? or <sighs> There's, There's so a lot. The yeah. the thing about it is yeah. you step stepping back, okay, so my approach is obviously right. very different from your approach. Sure. And you look at where the leads come from, mm-hmm. what you have to do to convince those leads you were worth X dollars, whatever that dollar sure. amount is, and then what is X dollars? How mm-hmm. how do you how do you find all these numbers and mm-hmm. how do you whatever so Mm -hmm. you example premium price whatever that may be doesn't really matter but you're probably Mm -hmm. a uh on the upper end of things most of your leads are direct referrals um uh finding you online based on all of these dope ass looking videos blah 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 you really build there's a legitimate factor uh, when people are looking for DJ Mojo that they don't have when they look at me. Uh, it's just how, I mean, yeah, we have five-star reviews and a shitload of them, but mm-hmm. our leads are coming from the internet. They've never heard of Dow Oak events. They've never heard right. of Eric Massingill, whatever the fuck. They just, so mm-hmm. uh, to convince them we're worth, let's say, you know, double the price that we are or whatever, like a, right, right. a seriously expensive price, yeah, they would just be like, "Oh, well, we'll just go with the next dude with 200 good reviews because he's half the price." You know what I mean? Because oh my of, gosh. Well, yeah, yeah. it's because of where they come from. If True. if it was, right. if it was strictly wedding coordinators that are like, "You need to go hire Dalek events." Period. The price mm. is not really a factor. All of a sudden, I mean, yeah, it's mm. a factor, but like. The, they're not going to do a, as much research that well a bride is let, let's say fifteen hundred dollars is like an average price where we live yeah um if mm-hmm. we charge three thousand for the same thing a dj charges fifteen hundred well a bride if their wedding planner coordinator whatever you call it says go hire that three thousand dollar dj assuming it's in the budget and they can afford it it's a done deal it doesn't matter that it's mm-hmm. double the price of the other dude because it's a safe bet um now Mojo, right, yeah. he might be double the price of the the his competitors, the multi ops in his area. It might be even more, but because these venues and these coordinators, and he has all of this evidence that he's dope, and it's videos of him. You're buying Mojo. You're not buying a company with with mm-hmm. insert mm-hmm. DJ and a roll of the dice kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. able to charge that whatever that premium price is. Um, yeah. And you, I mean, you know, and like, I know 
if we're not booking 30% of the people we talk to, like uh, on the phone, we're fucking up, we're charging too much, whatever that may be. So, and Mm -hmm. uh, if we're booking 90%, we're not charging enough. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We need to find that sweet spot kind of thing. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. sure, it, you know, there's a lot of details to it. I'm grumbling yeah. now, but um. I'm sure. No, that, that's amazing. No, I'm, I'm glad you share that because I didn't. I don't know how that world kind of works as a multi-op. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of things to factor in and try to find that sweet spot, right? Because like you yeah. don't. But you, you're right. I had, I heard that that concept where if you're closing too much, too much, too much, too many events, nine percent, it would like, be different if there yeah. was no limit of supply. If I had and a literal unlimited product of DJs, mm-hmm. different scenario. We may as well close a hundred percent who fucking cares. Cause we can mm-hmm. just sell another and sell another. But if you have 10 DJs, 12, whatever, however many DJs, the second you book 10, you're full, you can't book another. So if you know I'm booking 90% of the leads, so I'm going to have eight months. I'm full eight months prior. Well, you, you, you should be full four months prior you know like uh, you you undersold yourself you know Mm. um and it's i I don't know it's hard to find it's hard to find the sweet spot you got to kind of constantly be like aware of that shit Um, i adjust my prices constantly Mm. i'm like the king of pissing off my salespeople because they're like quit changing the fucking price of everything because i'm just like oh we did 30% need to fucking drop our prices, book more. Mm-hmm. You he, know. He's the definition of that meme that's like, or was it today's price is not today's price or whatever? Uh, yeah. I mean, today's price, price is not yesterday's price. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, right, right, right. It's it, you know, I actually literally on this podcast just got an email from someone and I haven't dig, dig, dug into it, but you she, saw the clip. She was like, Oh, I was checking out your pricing page and noticed that it's different than what's on my contract. Or I don't, I don't uh, know. I haven't yeah. dealt with it yet. Ooh. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, it is what it is. I don't see yeah. the, the thing about it is let's say we dropped our price $300. I don't know what we did, but, um, mm-hmm. I, I would just be like, Oh, glitch, whatever. I don't give a fuck. All right. $300 off. Don't care because we're just trying to, book 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 i have 17 djs you know her right, her right. dates on a friday there's no chance we will not there's no chance we'll fill up it just doesn't matter right um right. so who cares you know yeah. um I don't know. it's interesting i mean from a multi-op and then like yeah you're right i mean <laughs> we all we all sell differently depending on our, on our i guess our business model mm-hmm. and then the multi-op the is huge if you got a lot of djs like eric it's huge on lead mm-hmm. leads like you just need to get people, lots of right. them through you to to run them through the process and book your percentage. Right. Um, when right. you're in a when you're in a solo opposition, it's all about right. making yourself the best possible thing you can make yourself with the content you got, which is why YouTube and all that yeah. plays into it heavily and building yeah. your network heavily. Cause those mm-hmm. referrals and everything are what it's gonna get you, that double price point. I'd also imagine yeah. that you turn down clients a lot. Um, yeah, maybe not because you're not down, available. You definitely. Well, I'm talking about like maybe the bride's a bitch, you know, or like uh, it's a like you don't mesh with them. Do you ever tell someone that you, I don't think we're a good fit? Like, do you ever do that? 
I'm curious. I think I think I have. I just can't recall. Maybe like happens rarely, like once or twice. Well, you're just a bro. Um, <laughs> you're just a yeah. good dude. I feel like more people in the solo out position be like, yeah, I'm just yeah, she was a bitch, so fuck her. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, no, you know what? Kind of surprisingly, it's the opposite for the most part because they've. It's so weird because they've already seen my videos. Like they already know how I am. Yeah. That that they just resonate with me mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And because yeah. like. Oh, that's how he is in his videos. Then okay, I could probably easily get along. Yeah, it's you like walking I mean? around those conventions with all the other DJs, and they walk up to you, and they're like, they just instantly snap, like they're like talking to you, like they'd known you from. They like, know you it's like so five weird. years ago, and you're like, Hold, slow down. What's your name? <laughs> What's your name? I don't know. <laughs> you who are you? I feel yeah, like, I feel like I know. I'm like, still not used to that, bro. Like, um, but but yeah, no. I mean, it's. I think that kind of helps too. I mean, just it kind of filters out the people I've noticed the people who don't really know me that well, and they still inquire me or mm-hmm. reach out to me. Yeah. Those are the ones who, you know what? They're just being skeptical. They just don't know. Or maybe they've been searching for so many DJs. Like, I don't know where they're coming from. You know, maybe these got from work, you know, and they're just not in the mood. Who knows? Um, but, but I, in most cases through my sales process, like for the most part, I get clients who already like, at least they filtered out some of the things that yeah. I, I'm not trying to attract. So, on your, speaking of your sales process, I remember when we were in Vegas talking about this, you pretty much funnel everyone through Calendly is like the first step in the sales process. Like you have to set up yeah. a consultation is yeah. the first thing in the whole sales process, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, yeah, I do remember sharing that with you. Dude, it worked. I mean, everyone works it differently it works well for me and this has been a process that i've been trying to figure out for a while now and i think i've locked it down to the point where i'm not wasting time and and, and that's the thing I, I i don't like to waste time with you know i mean i do i do what i can obviously and uh-huh. but what it really does it filters out several things um and if you find a process that works figure out how you can do more of it yeah because before i used to do calendly with my squarespace form with my number there and i've noticed that whenever they reach out to me through phone number or through my squarespace form they're not the exact clients i mean it's i can't really describe it. it's like they're not really they don't really get it whereas so that's why i removed it so they if they really want me they have to go through my process i you have to go here. Yeah. You, you force um, them to check out all of your content and really yeah. do a little digging before they, because no one's going yeah. to literally just jump off the blue. DJ Mojo. Okay. Schedule a call. And exactly. Maybe they do, but most yeah. people is going to click around on that website and try and figure out what the hell you're about before they go to the, the link. Correct. And, and that's the thing I'm, and, and I'm very big on websites and um, something that I've learned too is, you really want to analyze your website and see what areas where they can venture off and be distracted. If you go to my website, all the buttons that I have on there, they all go to that page with my Calendly. I don't want them to check out my mixes in a separate page. I don't want it's, it's one landing page for weddings. Mm-hmm. And then all my goal for that is really just schedule a call with me. Yep. And then what happens after that um, is the, the the great thing about Calendly is that after they schedule that call with me, not only do they book a time, 
they've also answered some questions. So I already can already get in a sense of who they are. They did it in one step. And then the next thing at, with Calendly is that I made a custom page on the back end where they get redirected automatically. And then I share something like, um, this is a, a, a preparation guide. Before we have your call with DJ Mojo, like, you know, I've prepared some, some uh, things for you to check out before the call. Mm-hmm. So that way our call can be productive. Mm-hmm. So because so you have to think about the problems that people have before they get the call. They may have like, oh, who you are, what do you do? But no, I made them do their homework first before we hop on the call. Mm-hmm. So during that time of, of them just waiting till that call with me, I'm already trying to hype myself up. Yeah. So that, that was my little strategy behind it. That's good. And so, That's by, great. so by the time uh, I have that call, like we can just connect and not worry about, so who do you do? Like, have you done this before? Like just all that time wasted, you mm-hmm. know, like when you could have just saw the material that I have online. Yeah. So when um, do you drop pricing in your funnel? Do they, do they know the pricing before they jump on a call? Um, they know my minimum before they jump on my call. Is that like on your website already posted there somewhere? Yeah, it's gotcha. it's on the form. So uh, okay. it's only listed. And, and I'm, sharing, I'm sharing this because it's already there. You guys can check it out. Whoever's watching this oh, he's can check it out. he's not sharing the nuggets. Um, so they go to uh, djmojo.com and then weddings. Mm-hmm. And then they, they click on the, one of the buttons. And then they scroll down. They see on, on Calendly um, my, my questionnaire, right? They schedule their time. And one of the questions that I ask because in this process, I'm trying to qualify them. The date, you know, what kind of vibe they're going for, music, um, also qualifying them on the, their budget. Mm-hmm. I, I ask them, what's your budget like for entertainment? And then I give them four options. One, I don't meet DJ Mojo's XXX minimum. Um, and then that's the first option. The second <laughs> is this bracket from this bracket, this bracket to this bracket, and then this bracket plus. Mm-hmm. So they know and, the so they know the first bracket is your minimum basically. Exactly. <laughs> and then and, and then you'll be surprised where some people choose the I don't meet DJ Mojo's XX minimum, and then um, they still schedule a call. Mm-hmm. And then Do I book they them. show up. Yeah. Oh, okay. And and uh, it's yeah, it kind of, kind of puzzles me like why would they still go forward with the call even though they put that? Mm-hmm. They're, um, they're probably just going click 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 click. Schedule. It could be that. It could be that, um, but I was thinking, you know what? Maybe people are just curious, and like, um, and there's also another question there, and and you'll see, it's another qualifying question. It's like, hey, if you have the, um, if after speaking with DJ Mojo, if everything makes sense, like, are you willing and ready to, book. to invest, yeah. or to book or invest, right? Um, and then for the most part, people say yes, and I'm trying to get that at least from them so that way during the sales call and i try it is a sales call but i try not to call it a sales call but um like those information is something that you can always tie it back to hey by the way like i'm enjoying the conversation so far i've noticed that on the forum you put that you're not ready to bless or that you, oh you didn't have um uh you, you don't meet my minimum you know and maybe can you kind of share with me what you had in mind or what's your, what's your, uh-huh. what's the budget like or i don't know but you, can, you can probe yeah is what i'm saying it's like what uh, but, but, what what were you thinking uh booking a phone call 
if you can't afford me. Just curious. Because <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to see if, it in a nice way, man. <laughs> I wanted to see if you could match uh, Joe just, Schmo that does it for five hundred. Yeah. Um, but like, I, yeah, I was just wondering if you think my time is invaluable, uh, uh, <laughs> or or what your deal is. <laughs> so, <laughs> in a nice way, <laughs> right? Like, I know a lot of people, and I don't know if you you were going to share some stuff on this, but do you have any tips on uh, sales calls in terms of like tips, pro tips on sales calls, closer tips? Yeah, J-Book wants your best closer tips. Yeah, he wants the best closer tips, so. Closer tips? Oh, what's, bro. What's the, how, do you, how do you secure the, the beans here on the calls? <laughs> secure the bag. That's what the kids bag, are saying. Bag, beans, whatever. All right. Um, dog shit. All right. All right, all right J-Book. What's up, J-Book? Hope you're doing well, man. Um, yeah, I, I'm happy to share some tips. And obviously, there's more to it, but this is just one of them that I, I, I could probably share. So depending on the conversation, if things are going well, if if – you know what we vibe they they like what what you presented what you shared with them and they feel like um you could be the right person for the job you ask them some questions first just to make sure that one there, there's several things you have to check off like one you have to make sure that you are um the right like you can that you actually can do it like they they believe that oh th- this guy is capable second you also would want to know if um, you are the right person for them. Um, and then I forget the third one was. Um, but anyway, sorry, I'm going to answer. they myself. meet the minimum? That's the third. <laughs> Just meet the minimum. <laughs> that, was, that was the zero. So, that was number zero. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. That's before that. Um, so, so one thing I ask is like after we, we talk about all these things, now we're trying to transition into the pricing or just the, the, the closing tip towards the end of the conversation. I say something along, along the lines where, hey, hey, you know what? Like, um, I enjoyed our conversation. I mean, based from everything that you've mentioned and about this or this, like, I believe I can help you. Um, I mean, how do you, and then, and then I say something like, um, and, and Hold on. Think about it. I know. <laughs> it depends on how you want to say it. Like, you know, it takes two to tango. Like, I feel great about it, but I want to make sure how how do you feel about this? Like, do you feel like I can help you out here mm-hmm. and making sure that you guys have a great time at your wedding day? Something like that. Where where you show that because you're also qualifying them. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you're not you're not always you're not always trying to get the sale. Like, you want to make sure that one, like they're your ideal client. You know, like, hell, I love, like, you know, depending on your criteria, they want hip hop, pop, EDM. I got you. Mm-hmm. Remixes, club style, mm-hmm. you know, and then that's why. And based on this, I've worked at this venue before. So you let them know, hey, I'm I'm for it. Like, it's a relationship. You know, that's how I view it as mm-hmm. like, hey, you know what? Based on what you're telling me, I, I think we can really rock this out. And, you know, um, you guys seem like a cool couple. I would love to work on this project with you to make your wedding great. Mm-hmm. But obviously to make this work, you know, I mean. Uh, it takes two to tango. How do you, how do you feel yeah. about that? Yeah. Do, do you like, have do, any like, that you, scripted? Huh? Do you have any of that scripted for your calls or you, you just no. know it? I just, I just say it. Gotcha. He just said, he doesn't read it. Obviously. He just said that. Okay. Yeah. Right. He just, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um. It's recorded though. It's recorded guys. You can just go back to the replay and just like, 
What? Take no. down notes. <laughs> no, I just like the way you were looking for like, what do I say? The two to tangle. I was like, I was wondering if you had like a script or something in front of you where you like, that's like one of the lines. You're like it takes two. Oh, dude. Like, no, a, like no. a skit. It's like a sales kind of he script. He did say two to tango like three times back to back. So it sounds like you say that specific line. That's what I was yeah. wondering. Like you have a specific line you say, you just do it all the time. I say two to tango because it's a reference to dancing yep. and music. And, you know, it's easier to comprehend, mm. especially for, as a DJ. I can't do um, the tango. But but I, mean, I guess like to most people. <laughs> what was that? I said, I can't do the tango. <laughs> I do. I can't do it. Either. I don't know what the tango is, actually. I've heard the saying, though. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So to close that with Jay, um, Jay, Jay books like so you ask that question, right? You're just qualifying like before even asking for the price. You're just making sure that before you ask blatantly, hey, do you want to book me or do you want to move forward? I want to make sure like I check off their box, meaning like, am I the right guy first? Like, do you, how do you feel mm-hmm. like I just checking temper? They call it temperature checking temp check. Hey, but how do you feel? I know we, we talked a lot so far and I feel like blah, blah, blah. But how do you feel? Like just making sure that I I understand where they're coming from mm-hmm. with all this. So once I hear that, I mean that's a tip in its own. Is like it's showing that you really want you, that you're really being considerate of how they feel, mm-hmm. and that and that's how you can talk about the objections first before even going about pricing or or anything like that. Um. So so you handle any objections as early as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, if and you know objections could be a good thing really so that way they're just in, they're interested depending on what it is um but it's a way to show they're showing that hey like depend if, if they feel like you are the right person but then by asking questions like how do you feel you can really dive deep into what's really holding them back or what's the main concern mm-hmm. um uh, there's another question that is really good to ask is um like, is there, and it's not word for word. I'm trying to remember it. It's like, is there any uncertainty? Like, I know before we move forward, or is there any uncertainty that you can possibly think of that this wouldn't work out? Man, you or, sound like a car salesman. Hey, man. <laughs> something like that. Sales, bro. <laughs> oh, no, but something like that. But obviously, you have to do it with the right tonality and just like, hey, you know what? Like, I, I really, you have to come from a place where, you just want to make sure that things are good because mm-hmm. you don't want to go into a relationship and you know what, like where, where someone is like half, half asking it. Yeah. Right. But yeah, you want to yeah, make yeah. sure that, Hey, I'm all in, you mm-hmm. know, and this is going to be like a collaborative effort between us. And I'm really to, to give my 110%. But how do you know, how do you feel? Like, are you, are you ready to take this leap or, Oh, like I've noticed that you're kind of hesitant or, or, you know, something was a bit off. Like you're, you can call it out. You're kind of like, being hey, a bitch. <laughs> See, that's the difference. They don't some. They don't do that normally. See, I'm thinking yeah. of those random phone calls you get where they try and sell you something. Like this, this sounds like a great fit. What do you think? And I'm like, no, that sucks. And they're like, well, it sounds like a great fit. Like you just said. And you're like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, um, it's, it's it's funny. Those are the same sort of questions that like they always ask those questions. But the difference is they don't ever consider what you actually said. It's just like the reading a script with those sayings, but God, yeah. And, and um, I definitely want to share my three points, and that that comes into the the three points I prepared for okay. that. Okay. What do you Tips, because because that's the thing with with the sales. Like, yeah, I mean, you don't want to sound like scripted. Like, you don't you don't want to just ask, "What do you think?" 
-hmm. But but if you notice that I gave it some context, like I gave them what I think mm -hmm. too. Like my opinion matters too in this. Like I'm not just trying to get the sale, but you know, and I'm letting them know that hey, you know what, you're my ideal client. Like, you guys sound fun. You do this, mm -hmm. and then I'm sharing my thoughts on them as a client. Yeah, and then I get to hear what they think of me as a DJ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so that way it feels more natural and not being like, you just ask, so, so what do you think? Like, no, we like, it's kind of a give and take. It's gotcha. It's like that. Um, hope that helps J book. Um, and that's just a little, little thing. So you got three points you wanted to share. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, let, let's share them. So, What's and by the way, I, I've been looking at the chat, but if you guys have any questions too, feel free to ask and um there's one we'll circle back we got to. one we'll circle back it's not on the topic we're on right sure, now. sure sure but i'll actually have rick rick i'll have you answer me the question I'm, i won't look at the chat just you'll be the model yeah we got and, it yeah, got it um so three things the the first one that has been kind of a game changer for me because i know i understand like, sometimes reading scripts or you're supposed to say this and that um when you when you are just reading a script it takes away the human element out of it and you're just Anyways, my, my point is you want to un try to understand them. And by understanding, like you're really just trying to figure out like whether this is a good fit for you and this is working together is, is going to be a good fit for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you have, like it kind of ties in with my, my point number three, which is like have a normal conversation is really just that. Because if you're the DJ and the MC, they want to know how well you communicate and understand them. Because that translates in the way you will connect with your with their guests mm -hmm. and how you MC, like, and it's kind of and I do my by the way my meet my sales calls through Zoom, so I could actually see them right. and I record it too. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, but anyways, like that's how I believe just having conversation and make it feel more naturally where they share something. You don't just go to the next question. But I sometimes probe in like, oh, you mentioned you want your wedding to be fun. Like, I, I know fun has different meanings. How do you how do you mean by that? Mm. Or, you know, what what have you been? And then um, if, they're, if they're struggling with that, I go deeper. Like, hey, so have you been to a, to a wedding recently that or have you been to many weddings yourself that maybe you can share, you know, what you liked or, or who knows, possibly what you didn't like? Mm -hmm. And then I can see that. Um, and then they share with me something. And then I don't just go to my next part of a script and like, hey, you know, like, hey, I totally get you. I've, I've, you know, I've been a guest before, and I've, I've actually noticed that too. And then kind of makes it feels awkward, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. You know, you try to relate to them. Yeah. Um, so that way, because that's the number one thing. Um, I've asked them at the end of my sales call sometimes, if if I remember this, is when you book them, you also ask them, hey, you know what? That's great. Uh, like, hey, you know what? So excited. Hey, thank you. So, like, I'm really excited to work with you. Uh, it's great that you like to move forward. And I'm just really curious though, like wh what, what kind of made you decide to hire me, like to choose me, if, if that's okay to ask you mm -hmm. something like that. And then one of the things that they share with me was because they believe that I understand them. Mm -hmm. They just want to be understood. Do you ask and, that before? Like, like at the end of the sales call kind of thing, like you're about yeah. to send a contract. See, I mean, not to interrupt you, but I think that that's, oh, you're a, good, you're good. that's a great closer 
to make them tell you why they're about to ask you for a contract. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's a pretty yeah. good closing method. That's some reverse psychology shit, I feel like. Right, right. Um, yeah, and which was one of my points, too. I'll, let's just, I'll, I'll do that for my second point. Um, but but understanding, I mean, we're all human. And I think we are really understand. Like, once you understand other person, their main problems, their concerns... Like, they just want to be able to, like, just ground things, break it down really into because we're coming from from two different angles. Obviously, as a DJ, we know so much more than they don't, but we have to tone it down enough where we can level up and like, okay, I get you. Mm -hmm. And then depending on how you communicate with them, then you can share your value and what you present and what you do, what you can possibly do for them. Mm -hmm. Oh, you talked about this, like, totally get it. And like, like, why do you think that's? important to you all right yeah. so that way you can see like yeah it bothers them or you can ask them what what do you think that is or why do you think you mentioned that the the, the transition of the music like you didn't like how the dj didn't mix the music like why out of all the things like why did you bring that up and then you can dive deeper into like oh it just felt weird like people didn't dance and i don't know it ruined the mood mm -hmm. right so it's giving you more feedback, more, more ammunition into like their pain. So that way you can kind of relate to them more, but, but obviously you will bring the solution afterwards. And this is how we do it, mm -hmm. you know, and um, all that stuff. So understanding like, and, and that good communication will definitely translate that to communicating as an MC mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. That, that's how I believe. Cause yeah. if you can connect with them at this level in a sales call, like imagine what you can do to connect with their guests. Right. So cool. Yep. Totally different like approach. I will say that again. Totally different approach. I love it though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so anyways, th that's, that's number one. <laughs> okay. Um, I like yeah. It. I mean, yeah. I don't know. How, how do you want me to continue with number two or how do you? Yeah. I mean, go ahead. People, I mean, people are liking this. Okay. Um, cool. And then number two is what you, what you pointed out, Eric, was, and it was reverse psychology, but like, there's different ways how to persuade someone. You can uh -huh. tell someone, right? Or you can command someone, but the best way to really persuade someone is them selling themselves by you asking the right questions. Uh -huh. Kind of like what I did at the very end. Like, I really wanted to lock things in instead of just waiting for the yes, let's book you. Like, okay, great. Let me send you a contract right away. Uh -huh. But sometimes I double down on it and just be like, you know, hey, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, what what about what I shared with you so far? Kind of like, you know, what took you that made uh -huh. you decide to to lock me in? Yeah. You know, just to solidify and hear those reasons. Uh -huh. So that helped out. So that way... They're repeating the reasons back to them. I was about to say, they're repeating them out loud. And then yeah. also, if there's two people in the conversation, then they're both hearing the perspective without them having to have a private conversation. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, that helps out. That talks it out too. Uh -huh. um, and, and that could be, and this could also help you out too when, um, well, actually, I'll go back to, I'll, fo I'll focus on number two. So I, I even ask questions like in the beginning too, when they first reach out to me. And then I asked them, um, so like, I saw that you found me on YouTube. Like what, what about like YouTube or what videos did you see that, 
or th- which videos that do you see that kind of attract you to reach out to me? So I get to see, oh, I, I saw this video on this venue and I, I saw how I did this. Like, I, and then I probe in deeper, like, oh, that's, that's great. Like, um, what, what about those videos that you see that was helpful? Mm-hmm. You know, so I probe in, like, oh, I, I, I liked how you showed this or that. So it's okay to probe deep, like ask, ask some questions. So that way it works in your favor. Mm -hmm. And then you're also, if you're recording your sales calls, you can also use that information that they share with you, like in your marketing, right? Or, Hey, pay attention to that. That's what they've noticed. Mm -hmm. And if the average consumer notices that, you know, then maybe make more content like that Mm -hmm. because that's what stood out to them. So it's really good picking out their brains more to feel like what's working, what's not working. Um, like, don't don't be afraid to really go deep with your uh, clients. So that way, I mean, you, you may have an understanding. This goes back to number one. You may have an understanding of what they may, what they're trying to get at. But if you know exactly like what that is, like why are they saying that particular problem? Um, like, hey, tell me about that. Like, have you experienced that at a wedding? They can go deeper into it. They can get into the emotion and then really think about as a real problem. Like why, why is that so important to you? Mm -hmm. And, and and they're answering their own question. Like they're, they're, they're saying out loud, they're actually processing it out loud, why it's a problem for them. Yeah. And then it's making it a reality. Mm -hmm. You know what? Oh, and, and by you asking, why is it so important to them? It shows, and they tell you why it's so important. Then it's a big problem. Yep. without you saying it they said it themselves mm-hmm. so it's like some reverse i mean some ninja stuff you know yeah, it's like n- ninja <laughs> ninja action right there if with questioning uh-huh that's some um, high level sales stuff you you read the book or whatever uh the how to sort of how to win friends and influence people something like that i can't remember the exact title i feel like that yeah it's something it, like though. that i can't yeah. remember the exact title it's like how to win um Friends and influence people. Yeah. You ever heard? Kind of like that. Yeah, I, I've heard. I haven't. Can't remember what that book's I, called. I don't think I finished the whole book. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I was like uh, getting excited reading it because I was like, I'm going to fuck everyone over. <laughs> I don't know. Not literally. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, it's like stupid understanding of like how to make people convince people that they're what you want them to do is the right thing by making them convince themselves. Um, yeah. In a way. It's like super. Yeah. I mean, and obviously like you don't want to force anything upon someone, but you want to see where, where their thoughts are coming from. Exactly. That's exactly. And, and that and that's what it's all about, because I mean, that's where you can gauge whether, you know what, this client, like we're going to we're going to connect, we're going to vibe together or, or we're not. Mm-hmm. Or like, hey, they don't know too much about me yet. Then if that's a problem, like and you have to pay attention to some of the objections that you get at your sales calls and then try to figure out what can you do to overcome them? Yeah. Right. So, so that's why even before this, that's why I talked about after they schedule through Calendly, how, you know, how are they going to learn more about me and making sure that I, I can at least be, um, you know, show I'm competent with what I do. Mm-hmm. So um, anyways, like I have to wrap things up soon. I have a, another meeting soon. I wish I could stay longer, uh, but I'll, I'll keep going. Can I share my number three? Yeah, go ahead. What's three? three? Yeah. Number three is detached from the outcome really detached from the outcome mm-hmm. gotcha. because the reason why we're being pushy is because we're thinking that we're desperate. We need the sale. No, we don't. And, and actually like it kind of works in your favor because 
like you're really coming from a place where you're in, you have their best interests at heart. Like you're really, I mean, you have to be generally do it for, Hey, just making sure you guys are the right fit because when you guys are the right fit, you guys are going to rock together. Yep. Um, so, and if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yep. And if anything, the next one will come along who will vibe with you. Yeah. Same thing with relationships. Right. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to find something relatable that people can relate to with that, but it's just like, Hey, people come and go. You know what I mean? And the people who click with you, friends or some people who don't like you, mm-hmm. it's fine. But yeah. at least you are being you mm-hmm. and just be strong with your strengths, like know your strengths and know how to portray that. Um, and you know what? There's going to be people who resonate with that with you. Yeah. Um, but I guess a tip for everyone out there is really find out the reasons why your existing clients book you um, either after the event or during the booking process and find out their experience and use all of that as marketing material and actually think about it. What's actually working. What's not working. Focus on what's working. That could be your strengths. And then, and you can put in your marketing. So that way you can really put it out there. Um, And knowing confidence, because obviously you've, you've booked clients before you've booked weddings, you know, and um, I used to have that feeling of, you know what, like, and I take it personally. No, I, at this point, I don't anymore. Like, hey, we, we either work together or we're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but it's, I think at what helps a lot is really creating a process to begin with to filter out the ones that are not going to appreciate who you are. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a big key thing. So that way, when you're at the sales call, you can just have a, a good conversation and just really connect mm-hmm. and, and without, hey, you know, being pushy. Yep. So, yeah. Um, those are my three gotcha. tips, guys. I don't know. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll leave it up to Q and A. Or I, I love how you uh, actually came up with a list and it was organized and you. We really you re appreciate that. Honestly, it was good. awesome. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> honestly, I, normally dude, we just ninety nine percent of the time when it's a solo op person, I'm just sitting uh-huh. here like uh huh, uh huh. Like that was so fantastic. And I'm not being sarcastic. I'm saying, but like. <laughs> So, oh, uh, it's so, a, so some, different from what your world sometime, is. All right. So sometimes when people are solo ops, the reason mm-hmm. that they're solo ops, and they would never say this, but what I'm going to say is because mm-hmm. they can't fucking handle sales. That's the reason. So, mm-hmm. so they're just mm-hmm. going to maximize and work less. And that's the whole reason. You are not that. Clearly. You clearly get the whole thing. And you're, I mean, you're still maximizing for just you, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, listen to all the fucking shit you just said. You know what I'm saying? Like, I it's mean, just, this dude fills the hell out of his calendar. I oh, every I know. Year. Like I said, he is like yeah. one he of needs five to cut DJs down that I actually calendar, follow. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's sure. two quick questions I saw on here that sure, sure. we're asking, um, and you don't don't have to go into detail. You can just like yes or no, honestly. Um, but because um, me and Eric can go into a little more detail on a couple of these, but do you sure. charge different pricings for different dates and times of years? That's a good question. Um, no, I don't. That's just, all the same. Just all Friday, all Saturday, one. Sunday, Monday, wedding. They're all the same yeah. price. Do, do you want me to explain a little bit? Sure. Maybe it'll help. If you or, want to. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll go briefly. It's because it's the same effort and work that we put in. And yeah, I mean, everyone's still going to get my best no matter what, no matter what day, because I'm still putting the same effort. Mm-hmm. So I mean, a day is a day. So do you cap yourself in terms of total number of weddings for the year or... Do you have like a set? 
What's, um, what's your cap? Good question. Um, I am now starting to cap out at 52 because the past few years, man, it was always like mid 60s. And I've noticed I've always kind of burnt out. So I'm trying to lo- lower the number of events that I do. Um, so, I mean, unless someone gives me a ridiculously offer, hey, Joe, we want you, maybe I'll do a 53, 53rd wedding uh-huh. for that year. Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to limit it. I, I don't know if uh, this one's slightly, I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. it's kind of an out there thing. But the idea of actually on your Zoom call having a setup and being able to do a mix for them live. I, I don't, without even go, like, I would imagine that is not even what the clients are looking for. They're not. You know uh, what I mean? Like at least with this conversation of that, he just explained, you know what I mean? Like they're like, Oh, you can mix the music. Perfect. Okay. Next, uh, conversation. It's it's so much more. That's like, that's just kind of like what happens while you're there. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? The conversation and, the how you relate to people thing is more of the call. That's, purpose. It's far from the focus. Right. It, the focus that's the focus of the call is the conversational, make sure you click and vibe as like partners. Right. It's a relationship, right. like you said earlier. Right. Right. Cool. Um I'll just elaborate really quickly on that. Um because sometimes like we're we're so tied up into the little details about like the music stuff. If people are asking, if the client's asking for that, like maybe I, I'm talking in general sense. Like, I could be wrong. But they could be asking the wrong question mm-hmm. too. Like, I mean, I, it, it could be instead of just me going right away, Oh, let me mix for you. Then I could ask, I can ask them, why is that important to you? Or, or like, Hey, can you try to show me like, where is this coming from? So I know, like, uh, is this something important to you? Like, have you experienced something where the mix wasn't right? Like, uh-huh. so, so probe, I, I always ask questions mm-hmm. like, so you don't do it right away, but you try to understand, which goes back to my point one, why are they asking that in the first place? Yeah, because they yeah. have an underlying concern about that's, that. That's a uh, man. You're good. I'm telling you, you're good. <laughs> you, <laughs> I like it. Definitely. Yeah. You you said you got to go though. Um, um gotta, I, I've, I've like one more, like one more minute or so. Oh, you, what I, we got ten o'clock or, exactly, and you're jumping right off this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, I I can do one more question really quick. <laughs> uh, I, I don't I think that covers, that covers pretty much all the questions most of our cool. questions come after the fact on comments and stuff like that and listeners and the DM and stuff like that but um, appreciate it man yeah. this is truly going to be a, a valuable thing for people to watch and learn from and hear um, you got a lot of knowledge up there Mojo <laughs> <You're a smart laughs> mo- especially smart in the sales dude. department man yeah dude this yeah. is great um, I, I appreciate it. Yeah. You do have some things. I know projects you're working on. You do a little bit of a, a coaching and stuff like that. Uh, where can people yeah. kind of find out about what you're doing and some of the projects you're working on? Sure. Um, besides my Instagram, DJ underscore Mojo, follow me at Wedding DJ Mastery. It's another Instagram page um, and uh, or WeddingDJMastery.com. I'm, I'm on a mission just to help DJs like us and solo ops because I've been in your shoes and it's a whole business thing you know operating on your own um so wedding dj mastery i'm trying to put some courses out do some coaching whether it's mc performance sales kind of like the stuff that we talk about and we can really go deep into the process and setting it up the right way and just really making sure that we're getting better yeah and that's the whole point of mastery is because i'm mastering myself i'm not perfect but i'm doing whatever it takes to to master 
this craft. And I want to share that with other people who are similar uh, mindset. Yeah. Mojo is going to be on some stages here in a few years. I was like sitting here thinking like, damn, Mojo should be like doing seminars. Like I'm so tired of seeing seminars on how to fucking run an Instagram or like, no offense. Cause I actually have a buddy that's about to do that exact seminar uh-huh. coming up. And I am now a dick for saying that, but, uh, <laughs> but, it's, but it's true. That same, yeah. Oh, how to, yeah. Run Instagram is like every fucking convention. Well, that's because like, half of them are still on Facebook and barely but understand I, Facebook. So I, I don't lean on yeah. Instagram at all. Um, but it's whatever. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. 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 A- anyways, like, hey, guys, I really appreciate it. Um, oh, we dude, appreciate having you, man. Great talking it's, to you guys. And uh, yeah, we'll keep in touch, guys. Cool. Absolutely. Right, Follow man. Mojo on all of his sources. Um, and uh, yeah. Look out for all of his courses. If anybody needs to jump on those courses like ASAP, because I bet this dude's going to price is going to shoot through the roof (laughs) in the next few years. Yeah, the first one really quickly is my Instagram stories mastery. Like Mm -hmm. it really focuses on Instagram stories, Mm -hmm. which. Which if you're not following Mojo, his stories are like high level production, honestly. Yep. I it's legitimately crazy. follow him on Instagram. They're awesome. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, guys, Mojo, I know you got to go. So you're busy, man. Yeah. Appreciate I'll it. Good one, guys. Later. Take care, guys. See you. See you. Bye. 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 He's a smart fucking dude. He is very smart. I was sitting here just like, damn, I'm like learning shit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you're... not that I think I'm the smartest, but. Wait, hold up one sec. Let me get to. Okay. I thought I had another thing already made up where I can make ourselves. Bigger, but um, uh, what obvious. I was trying to make ourselves bigger, man. We are still on streaming. We right? are streaming. Yes, we All are. Because right. uh, Mojo had to leave, but um, Mojo is. I forgot how much like I know he goes like in depth into this that stuff. Was, I was seriously sitting here thinking like the Greensboro salesperson. I was like, I wish that he would fucking listen to this bullshit. Like, God damn it. This, this is, is great. I, no, because I, I do the consultation rose. I was like, you know, I really don't ask any fucking questions anymore. I, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you just have your script and you're like, you shut the fuck up and listen to what I have to say. And at the end, I'll allow some questions. Like, like normally, well, I, I kind of like open like to allow them, but kind of like what Barr said, a lot of them are super dry and they're not like, they're not willing to like, participate in the yeah. conversation at first mm-hmm. so i never ask them questions i'm, I'm, I'm always like what questions do you have uh-huh. and then then they ask the questions that lead me down to the sales funnel or whatever that what i want to talk about but yeah man just that's crazy the, the our shit literally literally he says i'm going to go through a spiel at the end i will answer any <laughs> questions you have like that, he like tells them to shut the hell up. Literally, Liter- literally 180 from what I know. That's what I'm saying. And I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with him at all, but uh, <laughs> Greg, there, I got his, I got his full screen now. Um, but like that, it's not like my approach couldn't be that also, at least a taste of it, you know, like just it's just sales mentality, you know. Um, yeah, it, it's all sales. Like literally it, it's, it, I was saying like, it's, he sounds like a salesperson, but like the, the lines or what he's trying to get you to do is exactly what you hear. Every person that sells, tries to sell you, but they never really consider the things you're talking about. They, 
they're they're always trying to convince you of what they want you to know or whatever or what they want you to say. Yeah, I don't fucking. Know. I don't know. That was super legit. So let's have a look through this fucking chat. Uh, there, I, I haven't really seen much else other than uh, the. I mean, David did ask about charge us personally if we charged for different rates at different times, which just both ma- of us do. There's a lot of details to that because, like, where we live. The reason people get married on non-Saturdays is to save money. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if you want those gigs, you're going to have to fight the price battle. That's just, yeah, that's all there is to it. Um, so, yeah, here, some, specifically yeah, here. Some of that advice is all regional based. It is regional based. Like, uh, like uh, New Jersey is more limited on venues, so you find more Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday weddings. And your discount days are more like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, like weekday, literal weekdays versus weekends. Yeah, um, exactly. So I don't know if New Jersey people. And then also, it's uh, it is regional to some degree on what your peak months are going to be. But for the most part, October is always here, October, I, May, April. I'm so so here. I'm always fucking goddamn it. But you're always uh, going back and forth. Well, mid-April, like the second two weeks of April. Um, through the second or through the first two weeks of June, and then it drops off because it's fucking hot. The last two weeks of April, yeah, right? Yes. La- you said the first two. The uh, last two oh, weeks of April into the first two weeks of That's June. That's it. That's it. And then it slows down, and it's not dead, but it slows down. It slows down, and then it picks back up the last two weeks of September, and then through October, and then this the first two weeks of November, and then it falls off again. Yep. That that is the peak here. And it falls off way heavier in the winter than it does in the summer. Way heavier. Yes. It's like a two to one ratio. Like. Yeah, definitely. Well, I don't know. It's probably even worse. It's crazy. It probably than that. is, honestly. We, we'll have, you know, $15,000 total Februarys. Like, oh, yeah. Like February. No. February is the worst. January is better than February, in my opinion. Oh, I, yeah. Always. It, it always is. February is the worst month ever, at yeah. least in our area. I'm getting married in February. Next mm. year, so, trying to save that money. It's nothing. It's it's because I won't have a fucking army. You won't have hell to, to deal with screaming <laughs> at me on the phone, and I I can enjoy my day. And it's inside, so who cares? You know. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. And they are giving us a discount, so fantastic. You know, it's funny. I told Christina, and I said I want because she wants October. Oh my god! If we ever, when it, we get to that stage, I would fucking. She was. Like, I was well, like, we are not doing October. We're I gonna have, do a spring wedding uh-huh. if we when, when, when we get to when that point. Spring. When is it spring? Like right now. What month is it? April. April. Okay. April. Yeah. Early March. I told March. Her, April is what I would prefer. I, I told her we could do January, February, or the first two weeks of March. Preferably as close to February as possible, <laughs> yeah. and we're doing I think the last week of February or something. Nice. Um, any questions, guys? We'll we'll hang out here for like maybe a few more minutes if anybody's got any questions. But um, yeah, that was in. I, I honestly have kind of like that was a very intense conversation with Mojo. I like was literally here sitting here twisting my stupid mustache. I saw listening. you. I always twist. I it's so grossly long, but. Uh, that was awesome. And usually I won't take a fucking word of advice from anyone. So that was awesome. And he brought notes. Yeah, that was good. Any of our future guests listening, bring some, bring some stuff to talk about. He's always, but he's always on point. He is. Anytime I've met him, I've always been like, damn, that guy is like just 
with it. You know what I mean? What, whatever he talks about, he's like done hella research and then like knows his shit. Mm-hmm. He never talks about anything he doesn't know. He's also shit. very confident. Like, yeah. um, when I see him at conventions, because I mean, what, I see him once a year, maybe, maybe. And every time I talk to him, it's very like, you know, he like will firmly shake your hand, eye contact, uh, uh, no hesitation on your name, obviously. But you know what I mean? It's just very a confident personality kind of yeah. thing. Um, not like a dick, because you get that from uh, kind of assholey people too, but I don't know. Mojo is just a man. He is awesome. Next uh, two weeks, uh, May 3rd, I believe, is the next Tuesday we'll be on. Um, and we actually will be starting here towards the end of May with doubling up and doing every Tuesday. So that's going to be dope. When Are we, get, we really? When I we uh, we got Charles. In, well, Charles is going to start us off on that, and then we'll start filling in from there. Show list. Let's see. Um, but Joe Bunn it will be on here May 3rd. Um, I have no idea what we're going to be talking about with Joe Bunn. We'll probably be just shooting the shit like we normally do. That's fine. Um, I have some shit I need to talk to Joe about. I'll just do it on the air. Just do it on the air. Yeah. Um, and then we got Nick. Yeah, Nick's, Nick's going to be coming. And then Icon will kick off the multi-Tuesday uh, there. I filled him in on one of the Tuesdays because you overlapped him. He appreciated that, by the way. Uh, we need to get a couple more on here, I guess. We do? We could bump David after yeah, Chad. We, I, I don't, yeah, right, we'll circle back. <laughs> we'll circle. We're we're off Sorry. topic at this point, but because right. we're still live on the air. But uh, I just realized. What that. up, people? Okay, uh, let's wrap this up. We got some sick guests lined up for you guys, um, and if you guys had any suggestions for any guests, put them in the list. Put them in the comments. Let us know. Hit the subscribe button as always, though, guys. Uh, DJ Life Podcast. Uh, we just crossed over six hundred subscribers on YouTube. And I need to get more of the episodes up on Spotify and all that, but I will be able to do that now. I got time. Um, cool. But appreciate everyone for watching, commenting, liking. Uh, join in live May 3rd. will be the next Tuesday. We'll have DJ Joe Bun, the one and only, on here to discuss whatever bullshit we come up with. We might talk about franchising. That's oh, a great okay. idea. That is a, I mean, that's his topic. And, he is and the, I've got some shit to say. <laughs> Eric's working on it. So, (laughs) anyways, uh, appreciate you guys. Anything, Eric? I'm done. Good night. Goodbye. Good night. See you guys. Appreciate it. Uh, Where do I? uh, God damn it. I can't remember how the fuck I can do this.